0: And we're back. Episode 21 of the MMA Talk. And you might notice that your boy looks a little bit fresher than past installments of the episode. That is because I just found out that this entire time I wasn't using the full capabilities of my webcam. You know, I, I shelled out a good amount of money for my Logitech Brio 4K. And apparently I've only been streaming in 480p to this point. I'm up to 720p now, so hopefully you guys can see the beauty that is before you here. I could also go to 1080p, but apparently StreamYard wants you to have this professional plan um, to, to get up to 1080p. So maybe I'll eventually upgrade to that in the next couple of days. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been streaming in 480p this entire time. Now I'm seeing, I'm like, damn, this 720p looks fucking fresh. Let's go. Um, I guess the big news right off the bat, I know it's not MMA related, but I might as well touch on it. Being a Canadian, it would be very un-Canadian of me to not mention this, but the Queen has passed. Queen Elizabeth II has passed today. Very unfortunate news, but the the fact that she was 96 years old is an accomplishment in itself this chick was born in 1926 absolutely crazy uh yeah she's been serving if i'm not mistaken for over 70 years now so to see her go is kind of weird I'm so used to seeing her face every now and then but crazy that she's finally passed um I'm looking forward to watching uh to watching The Crown. I've heard it's a very good show, but even just as a history lesson, I'm very much looking forward to that and seeing, you know, how this all has come about. I'm not like deep into it, right? Like I'm not crying the fact that she died or anything like that nor am I going to make a big deal out of it, but I just felt like I needed to uh at least touch on it a little bit. I know my wife know, she's a little bit torn up. She's very much into the royal family and all that stuff. She messaged me word for word here in our fam jam text group, which is just pretty much my family. She said, my life is upside down right now. (laughs) Is what it is. But RIP to the queen. But again, is what it is. man i just can't get over how crisp this fucking 720p looks now (laughs) all right let's get into the live chat appreciate everybody coming through by the way a bit or long day for me like i can already feel my voice kind of going out a little bit hopefully it's hopefully it sticks with me over the next several hours but i did a live stream earlier today actually i literally just got off of it about a half an hour ago with my guy clint we did a full ufc 279 breakdown of uh of That card from a prediction strike perspective So if you guys want to check that out Make sure you guys go check that out um, And then I'm doing this one Obviously for the next hour with you guys Then at 5pm Eastern I'll be going live with Cody Over there on the All-Star To break down UFC 279 From a props perspective So that will be stream number 3 That usually goes 2-2.5 two to two and a half hours So I'll be sitting in this seat for a total of 4.5 hours Right, yeah, 4.5 hours Actually, no, sorry. I started the stream of Clint at 2. So I'll be have, I'll have sat in this chair for five and a half hours through the first three live streams that I'm doing throughout the day. And then later this evening, I'm going to be doing the MMA Law cast live for you guys. I was thinking about doing the pre-edited version, but considering it's already, you know, it's pretty much Thursday evening now, I'd rather get this out sooner than later. So I'll be going live much later this evening. I'm going to say... 10 p.m eastern just so i can get you know some time to just chill out and and do other things that i need to do um and, and then go live for you guys at 10 o'clock and, and break down the fights for you guys solo so four streams today that's going to be a total of one two four and a half almost six hours of live streaming content for you guys today so Appreciate all the love and support. The least you guys can do is just make sure you guys hit those likes, hit that subscribe as well if you haven't already, and drop a comment afterwards so we can uh, get this content out there for most of you guys. Also, shout out to my guy, uh, Marcus Williams from the Nubian Bookstore. I love rocking this hat. It's comfortable, it looks nice. Been getting a lot of good compliments about it. And apparently, he's been getting a lot of people hitting him up about it because they've been seeing me rock it. So, apparently, he's sending me a bunch more hats uh, in, in the next week or so. So I'm very much looking forward to repping those for him as well. All right, let's get into the live chat here. I got Jewish better in the chat saying contender series king. That's what it feels like considering the run that I've been on right now. Can't wait to break down next week's card as well to see if there's anything that I can find there. Lajuan Dream in the chat. I'm glad that you messaged because there is something that I want to talk to you about or at least bring to your attention Uh, over the last day or two. Uh, I did watch the first two episodes of Winning Time. Does anybody know what Winning Time is? If you guys do not, it is the HBO show that they're doing of the rise of the L.A. Lakers dynasty. John C. Riley, yes, John C. Riley, the guy from Talladega Nights, not the shake, but the baker, um, he plays Jerry Buss, Dr. Jerry Buss. Um I can't rec. Actually, you guys would recognize the father of Magic Johnson, whoever plays Magic Johnson in there. But uh, you'll recognize the father of him. I can't remember which shows or movies he's from, but he's a very well-known actor himself. Um, but otherwise, not too many other big names. But it is a great show. Fucking perfectly produced. Like they break the third wall quite often in that show, but it's a great show. Like the first episode starts with. Um, You know, the the, the Magic Johnson recruitment thing that they were doing. Um, Red Auerbach is in it. You know, things like that. Very cool, fun show. Shot very well. All 10 episodes of the first season, I believe, are on HBO or Crave if you're up in Canada. Make sure you guys go check it out if you haven't already. Love, love, love that show. I want to binge it, but I have so much goddamn work to do for the UFC. um, You know, upcoming cards, contender series, all that stuff. So I'm going to have to save it for the, the weeks off that we got. But I love that show. Fun show. If anybody's into basketball, ball, I would highly recommend checking that show out because you will enjoy it as well. Jerry West's character in it is fucking amazing. I love it. Ashley Quinn in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. The Neds MMA channel. My boy. Jerry Quinn in the chat saying, what's cooking? I'll tell you this. Nothing cooking, nothing cooking over here right now. I am hungry. You know, I had a uh, I had a couple eggs earlier today, but uh, not enough carbs, so I'm feeling feeling it a little bit. So I'm hoping that that is enough to kind of power me through the rest of the streams that I got to do over the next three and a half hours. Uh, Joshua Frick saying, "Let me lock. Let me buy your old webcam." Funnily enough, the old webcam that I was using was actually the webcam from my laptop. So it is not a webcam that I can sell to you, unfortunately, my friend. But um, yeah, no, I, I knew I needed a webcam right off the jump, so I bought it. I, I've had this cam for a year, maybe a year and a half now. So it's only now that I'm finding that I was only pushing it at 480p. <laughs> Jerry Crazy saying, man, pre in 720p. You know what it is. Lajon Dream saying, you ever thought of using Streamlabs? I have not. Or OBS Studio. Um, I haven't heard of Streamlabs. I tried messing around with OBS Studios when I first started live streaming. Couldn't really get the hang of it. Maybe if I do like a proper run through of it, I'll be able to use it a little bit more effectively. But I know that there's more freedom using OBS than there is using just StreamYard straight up. So I might look into using OBS in the near future. Copes Corner in the chat. What up to you as well, my friend. Ashley Quinn saying we're going to discuss Lizzie Lock. Now we're not going to. We're not. Gonna. I just had to quickly talk about it. You know what it is. LaJuan Dream saying God save the Queen. You know what it is. Jared Curry saying her reigning for seventy years is absolutely crazy to me. That is absolutely nuts. LaJuan Dream saying in seven in service for seventy years too, which is nuts. Yes. Aaron saying it's unfortunate the Queen won't see I get the W this weekend. I don't know about that, my friend. Jake, call your train, baby. Let's go. Ashley Quinn saying, going to be weird having someone else on our money. Well, she's still going to be on the money. What are you talking about? Also, Dream saying, I bet they'll leave her on one bill. Exactly. They will, at least. True Shot saying, something like 3% chance of living that long, probably much lower born when she was. Yeah, exactly. Crazy life expectancy. But then when you're a part of the royal family, I'm sure you are getting the best care possible to, to ensure that you're living as long as possible as well. Unknown saying, why do we worship the royal family? Bunch of rich, privileged, nobodies who got their worth from enslaving their own people. They have literally done nothing in their lives. Yeah, like digging into it deeper, you have a point. Absolutely. But just looking at it from the outside, yeah. I'm just taking it for what it is. And it goes nowhere than that, personally. and Dream saying, shout out to Marcus. Yes, sir. Uh, Logan Dream saying he watched the whole season of Winning Time Lajon Dream saying Jerry was so pissed about the way he was portrayed I'm sure he is <laughs> it was hilarious the way they made him out to be but uh, I love it Ashley Quinn saying John C. Riley from circuit to freak the vampire's assistant oh I haven't seen that true shot saying Jordan's the goat I'm sure Lajon Dream saying Jason Siegel is in it too is he I haven't come across this character yet in the first two episodes. Joshua Frick saying, like, if you need an assistance, I got some time. You are correct, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I would need assisting with. Like, there's a lot on my plate, but I feel much more comfortable doing everything myself. You know what I mean? Tape and next updates, got to do that myself. Lock of the Night and Doglight Challenge updates, I, I get that I could push that off onto somebody else, but... Like I still don't like I'm not saying I don't trust you, Josh. But I, I I when I'm dealing with something like that, I feel like I need to do it myself. I guess I'm a little selfish in that manner. Before on the beat saying, Lock, I unfortunately missed your contender series breakdown this past week and it cost me Lawson is a freaking bum. I apologize. Honestly, guys, it was the Montreal um trip that I had over the long weekend weekend that really threw me off. And uh Yeah, I I only dropped the breakdown pretty much 20 minutes before the fights kicked off. So I sincerely apologize about that. Ash Quinn saying, going dog hunting this week, needs some locks to hit, otherwise it could be carnage. Well, Ash Quinn, you are a part of the Patreon, so you already know what my bets are so far this week. I think we shall cash for sure. Lajon Dream saying loved winning time. Spencer Haywood is a bit of a lunatic. I haven't seen him either. So looking forward to that. Lajon Dream saying there's some pretty good YouTube tutorials. I don't think you can bring up YouTube comments on stream like you do with StreamYard, though. That's the shitty part. Because I, you know, I like keeping you guys involved. Robot chicken wings in the chat. Appreciate the love as always, my friend. Lajon Dream saying you can also stream in 1080p if you wanted. Yes. I'll have to see what the price difference is here on StreamYard in terms of upgrading. To the professional plan To actually stream in 1080p But 720p looks fucking fine to me If I'm being honest (laughs) True Shot saying Who takes over Charles Uh, I guess it's Charles Now King Charles Very weird As you've been saying King Charles III Now so weird Again I don't know too much about the royal family But wasn't he the one that like Was linked to Epstein and all that shit Jewish, better asking for thoughts on Santos to the PFL. There's no other real spot for him to go, right? He's up there in age. He's got to try to make some money still. He could be competitive with the light heavyweights. Let me see here what the most recent addition of the PFL or addition of the PFL heavyweights look like. So, ooh, he could win it. He could absolutely win it here. You got Rob Wilkinson and Delon Monte in the semifinals. Obviously, Rob Wilkinson won that fight. And then Omari Akhmadov, who was a welterweight, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's a, he was a middleweight. I can't recall. But I feel like he went down to a uh, welterweight as well. But he beat Josh Silvera to make it to the finals. So it's Wilkinson against Akhmadov. T- Santos could be both of those guys. But then again, Antonio Carlos Junior is there as well. But Santos could beat him as well. So now that I'm thinking about it, you know, Santos could absolutely win the championship next week next year. Good move for him. Jared Green saying, "I think, uh, <clears throat> I think Collier wins, but the only dude he should be minus 400 against is the Burger King. But isn't Charles? What's his name? Is it Charles?" Man, I think I need some food. <laughs> I'm already forgetting guys' names out here. Um, Chris Barnett. Why did I want to say Charles Barnett? Chris Barnett is pretty close to the Burger King, if I'm being honest. Joshua Frank with the $10 dono. Lord you some dinner. Thanks for what you do. Appreciate the love, my friend. The wife is going to be home in about an hour to an hour and a half. So hopefully she can come give some sustenance to your boy. True Shot saying, Barnett's only chance is a KO. That is correct. Ashley Quinn saying, Santos to PFL has me rubbing my hands. Should be fun for him and it should be successful as well. Uh Asher Quinn saying, Circ- Cirque du Freak is an unserious movie. I just love John C. Riley. He rocks. He is great. And he plays Jerry Buss pretty well as well. Jerry Crane saying, I'm excited to see Santos with the help of Secret Juice over there. That is true. That could help his durability as well. Possibly his cardio. Logan Dream saying, Jason Seagull plays Paul Westhead. I like it. Nice. Asher Quinn saying, how dare you do something in your personal life, Lock? <laughs> Asher Quinn saying, hope you had fun. I did. You know, I talked about it on yesterday's episode of MMA Log Talk, my whole experience about Montreal. So if anybody wants to hear about all the shenanigans I got into over there, make sure you check out yesterday's episode. I talked about it for the first 10 or so minutes. Uh Lauzon saying you could still read the comments on stream just want to pop up on screen. I think people enjoy seeing their names pop up on the screen. So I think that's a little bit of the the love and allure for that. So that's that's the issue. I'm glad 720p is good for you, my friend. Tristan Sherrill saying, in your opinion, who should be more favored? Kayla Harrison in her fights or Chamaya versus Diaz? Uh Chimaev definitely over Diaz. I really don't think Diaz has much of a shot. I think Chamayev runs through him. Ashley Quinn saying his brother Andrew was the Epstein one. Okay, yeah, I got it mixed up. Ashley saying, but yes, one of the Queen's direct children, heavily involved with old mate Jerry Epstein. Oh, True Shot saying add one fourth of Washington, D.C. elites, Bill Gates, Carol Burnett. Sketchy, sketchy, Jewish better saying, I think you're thinking of Charles Bennett. Yes, crazy horse, right? Lazarus Dream scene reminds me of that old pizza pop commercial. I love the strict do freak books. I've never heard of that myself. Unknown saying, they're all pedos and spirit cooking, devil worshiping cannibals. Unknown as a conspiracy theorist, I can tell. (laughs) Nothing but love for you, my friend sean bitter in the chat always great having a legend like this in the chat saying what's up man how about them bomby brothers yeah they came through man they definitely came through um i did end up picking Abasov. i didn't bet him thankfully but i did end up picking him um i thought he would be able to drown bomby but that strict uh, and that crisp striking style of bomby was way too much for um for Abisov there right Abisov you nailed it even when I talked when we talked about it the other week you said that you think that Abisov is a little bit too reckless and that Bonfim will be the crisper striker it showed to a T, my friend so good on you hopefully you made a bet on Bonfim that night because I believe he was a slight underdog that night but great work and then uh, Gabriel as well good performance against Trey Waters um I would like to see that fight play out in the striking a little bit more but Good work from Gabriel getting that Vaughn flu choke. Asher Quinn letting Sean know that he's in here as well. Joshua saying, Lock, Can I get your opinion on my big parley of the week? Hamza inside the distance. Alt inside the distance. And Jake, who's alt? Um, yeah, who is alt? But I do like those other two spots. Alex all saying Kobe Bryant, Sub-Zero, Vanilla, Ice, Silver Surfer, Littlefoot. Jeez, what is that? <laughs> Conspiracy realist. I like it. Not theorist, realist. Jewish Better saying Bonfim Brothers, the new Hardy Boys. Shout out to the Hardy Boys. African saying, Aldana K O 450 is making my toes tingle. You know, I like that as well, my friend. And that will be the prop that I'm going to be dropping on the uh, MMA prop squad for the Action Network. Ashwin saying, any love for Walker decision as a long shot greasy play this week, Locke? I got it up plus 1400. I think even the money line on him is fine, man. I think he could knock out Kutalaba as well. But uh, I don't know about the decision play. I think whoever wins here will likely get a get a finish of some sort. Quinn saying made a free unit from your read on Ishmael Bonfine. Cheers, Sean. Sean knows what the fuck he's talking about. That's for sure. Oh. T- t- Tristan saying, what is your opinion on people parlaying Shamayev minus 700 money line with a pick like DeWado to increase the price 30 cents? Normally it's bad, right? But Shamayev might be closest to a lock we've seen. That is true. But I th- I really think that we can um make that an even better line by taking Shamayev inside the distance. Like I, I know it's around minus 450, but you know, I really th- don't think Nate survives in there with the, the type of onslaught he's going to be dealing with uh, from Shamayev here. So Chmaiv inside the distance, probably with Duadu, not too bad, but I think it hits. I think it hits. Long term though, eventually that's gonna blow up in your face. Lajon Dream thinks uh Frick was talking about Almeida. That is true. So Almeida inside the distance. I'm sorry, inside the distance, Jake, plus one, six. I am not a high on Almeida as much as most people are. You know, I think a lot of his success needs to come in round one here. But, to, you know, Anton could be live in this spot, man. If he's able to survive the first round, he could have some success later in this fight against Jilton. So inside the distance, I obviously like much better than taking that minus whatever the fuck is that minus 800. Um, I think it hits, but I think that Jilton one might be a little bit more of a sweat than you think. White House troll in the chat. Appreciate the love as always, my friend. Ashley Gwen saying, I'm on the money line too. Just think the odds that Walker takes the boring SPG length route to victory is worth sprinkling at the odds. I, I could see that. I don't, I don't mind it. Drew Sparrow saying, odds on Shmai's inside the distance. Last time I saw it was minus 450. Jared crazy saying, 1800 on Bet Online, but. You're going to take the minus 450 inside the distance since parlaying a minus 1800 is asking for disaster. Couldn't have said it better to my friend, Jerry. Unknown saying, is Chemaev is TKO cut a thing? Uh, I don't think so, but like I think that's valid. I think he could smash Nate on the ground, open up gruesome cuts, and that could be the end of the fight as well. Tristan saying, yeah, I agree. Long-term, you really have to be strong at picking those spots. Correct. Uh Hafkin saying Johnny Walker claiming CBD was the cause of his recent performances made me scratch my head. I've only ever heard good things about CBD. So it was hilarious seeing that as well. Brian Brown in the chat asking, Do we got to worry about Duadu fading and getting subbed by Rose in this one? I don't think so. I'd be, you know, I think that you're referencing the Charles Jourdain fight. Duadu fights way more composed than Charles. Dwadu is is a clean striker, very disciplined, and has very good cardio as well. I'd be surprised if he gets caught late here by Rosa. Ashley Quinn saying, any thoughts on Hamza to win in round one at plus 190? I like it. You know, the bet that I went with that you obviously know is the under one and a half at plus 123. But I think Hamza gets this done in round one. Absolutely. I might even make a play on that myself. But uh, yeah, I like it. Sean Bitter saying if you can buy stock on one unranked fighter in the UFC, who would it be? Um, there's a lot of good unranked fighters out there, but the one that's coming to mind right off the bat is Saeed Yokob Kakaromanov. You know, he showed great things in that Ronnie Lawrence fight, you know, showed some good things in his short Norris debut against Trevin Jones, but I think that kid has a high ceiling, and I think uh, buying stock on Saeed Yokob is not a bad idea at all. Who would you buy stock on, Sean Bitter? I'd love to hear that. Jared Curry saying, Dr. Stoppage. You know what it is. Juice Baird saying, Diaz just verbal tap before the fight starts and flip the bird and walk out. I'm not counting that out at all. Derek saying, opinions on Tony Ferguson. Money line, I think Tony's Ferguson is the side. If you're taking Lee, I think you're expecting him to knock out Tony. So just take him by knockout, which I think is plus 160 or something. Or I think it might be plus 110 now that I'm thinking about it. But I think Ferguson could be live here. I really think it could be live. The only thing that's keeping me from getting to the betting window to actually bet him myself is 38 years old and four months removed from getting knocked out. I don't think that second point guarantees that Li Liang actually gets a knockout himself, but it is enough for me to worry about that Ferguson you know, could get finished. But you're getting a pretty good lineup, plus 255, plus 260 in my opinion. So I'm not counting out a possible win for Ferguson. Hasher saying, are you on the under one and a half? So not to fussed about par- playing Hamza round one, but I still think plus 190 is decent value. I agree. Untitled New York cards in the chat saying, what's well, good luck? You think UFC MSG worth going to live? I think so if it doesn't break the bank for you. And what I mean by that is I saw like even mid-lower bowl tickets are like $500. So if it doesn't break the bank for you, absolutely worth going and checking out. Asher said, I already have two units on under one and a half. Might throw one unit on a I ran one just to get extra greasy. There you go. My Cox Long, I'm not even going to try to say it the way that he wants me to say it, so I might as well just say it straight up, My Cox Long. <laughs> Always trying to be so sneaky with these names, saying uh, this is the full card breakdown. It is not. Full card breakdown will be coming tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, live on this channel. I'll be doing it. The reason I'm not doing it earlier, I would have already done it today, but I had prediction strike breakdown with Clint earlier today. I have this stream that I'm doing at five o'clock. I'm going to be going live with uh, Cody on the all-star to do propping you up. And then I'm going to need a little bit of time to just get my voice back, which I can feel is already cracking. And then at 10 PM Eastern, I should be able to go live. So please come back at 10 PM Eastern. That's when I'll be doing the full card breakdown. Brian said, yes, Saeed looks like a stud. I agree. Ash Quinn saying, Natalia Silva's stonk. I got to go back and watch her last fights, though. I'm not totally, um, you know, I don't remember what she does well. Let's be honest. But I know she pulled off an upset. Joshua Frick saying, DK has times on rounds one and two at minus 150. That's a smash. I like that as well. I don't mind including round two there, but I like that. Jerry Gray saying, wonder what odds on Tony finish no bet are... Tony Finish, Oh, so I him' just to win by decision. You know what? I might as well look that up for you real quick right here. <clears throat> my voice is not liking me whatsoever right now. I'm scared that it's gonna crack and just die on me during the propping you up show, but we trudged through it, my friends. um, okay. Uh, Where are those props? Ah. uh, So decision only, Tony Ferguson, plus 215. So if Lee wins by decision, you lose that bet. If Lee wins by knockout, um, it's void. If Ferguson wins by finish, it's void. Only way you lose that bet is if Lee wins by decision. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think he could get a finish as well. Hafkin Singh, is that guy who fought Morales Stock still at like 68 cents? Can't remember his name, but he's going to fuck up some dudes in the UFC. Uh, Adam Fugit. Let's see what his stock price is at. Question. Adam Fugit is at 32 cents. I'd like that. I would take 32 cents on this guy. If you have action, or access to the prediction strike, make sure you guys take that. Esquen saying, I'm taking one last ride on the Tony train, plus 250 for all the good times. Champ shit only could happen. Jay Call saying, Tony could snatch a neck, sub plus 600. I like that too. Two sub losses on uh, Lee Li Jing Liang's UFC record and Tony Ferguson is absolutely crafty enough to find that neck. Shot saying, just wait on Ferguson. Probably, probably will get steamed more. Could happen. Tristan saying Tony constantly talk about trying to fight Khabib is like his forever delusion. I'm bummed whenever I hear him talk about that personally. Jordan saying Tony finished no bet as plus 215. I like it. Robot saying Tony should take the rest of the year off and really focus on defense, in my opinion. He's 38, though, right? If he's doing anything, he's got to get it done right now. My, My thinking as to why he took this fight is, one, it's up a weight class, so he doesn't have to cut weight. And two, the UFC probably threw him a bag. Like, you know what? We need some help on this 279 card. We could use your name value. Here's some extra money. Fight this guy. Drew Spetter saying age is the problem for Tony. He just hasn't been serious about the jujitsu in years. I've been making money fading him for years. Sucks because he is he in his prime was my favorite. He's live here. Well, you can only have been fading him for two years now. So years, I think you mean two years, because he's been on a four or five losing streak since May of 2020. But before that. On a 12 fight winning streak. So you definitely weren't fading him before that. You faded him twice. Unknown saying, uh, has Nate beat an actual welterweight? I just remember him getting ragged all by Rory. Shamayah looks better than Prime Rovi, and Nate is basically a gentleman's fighter at this point. I don't think he's beaten anybody at welterweight. Well, I think he beat Connor at welterweight, but we all know the circumstances around that. D Brown saying, hi all. I believe in miracles. 209 Stockton. Diaz, let's go. I don't think it's going to happen, my friend. Even Nate doesn't think it's going to come out or come out. Ashwin saying, I absolutely love all of Saftik's reads this week. Looking forward to breaking down the fights with him. Lajon Dream saying, I'm confused. Does Nate Diaz not to win by KO, or submission mean he wins by decision? It's anything but Nate inside the distance. So, Hamza winning inside the distance cashes your ticket. Hamza winning by decision cashes your ticket. Nate winning by decision cashes your ticket. But if Nate wins inside the distance, means Nate uh, Nate not to win inside the distance means every outcome other than Nate winning inside the distance. Robot Chicken wins, saying uh, a no, knock it off. Better than a prime Rory who has Hamza beat. Rory's you know ceiling. We really have to question how high it is, right? He was highly tout, excuse me, highly touted, but couldn't get past Robbie Lawler, couldn't get past by Wonderboy Thompson. I, I think he lost to Wonderboy, right? What's that that fight. I should remember. Uh, I feel like, he, yeah, he lost to Wonderboy fight as well. Like, he beat Tarek Safadine, Tyron Woodley, Damien Maya. you know, all whatever competition. Jake Ellenberger, like... Really looking back at it now, over Rory's, you know, wins and losses, you know, Hamzad could find himself being of the the higher level. That's still to be determined, right? He still needs to go out there and showcase it. But Rory, whenever he's fought the top at the top, he's come come short. Sure, he beat Douglas Lima that one time, but like Douglas beats him in the rematch. I don't know. I think we might have been overvaluing Rory's skill set. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that unknown is actually correct about that. Lajon Dream saying, because it's minus 4,000 on Betway. The spot that I'd actually look at is, uh, if you can tell me what the line is on Lee Li Liang not by KO, let me know what that is. Okay, asking, when are the predictions? They are going to be at 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Again, they'd already be done, but I already have so much on my plate today. Four streams in total today, my friend. Um, but yeah, the, the full breakdowns will be later tonight. Ashley Quinn saying, bro, Natalia Silva looked fucking elite. All around, it was nuts. Felt like I was watching his ETP. Wow. Was it? I think she beat Jasmine Jazz right? Is that who she beat? Lazarus Dream saying, where got a title shot at 25. That is correct. But the road that he took to get there, not the most impressive now that I'm looking back at it. African saying 32 cents on Fugit. Yes, take it. Brian Brown saying thought that Mar- Francis Marshall could look pretty good on series. Yes, he did. Ashquin saying line seems to be widening more on numbered card. Lines seem to widen way more in numbered card weeks. I think it's also due to the mismatches on some of these fights, honestly. Nick saying I came here late. What is your thoughts on the odds of Johnny Walker at plus 190? I think he's live. You know, I I can't trust him myself with the durability issues that he has, but like Kutalaba should not be minus 200 here, personally. I I don't think he should be minus 200. So, yeah, as a value bet, as a Moneyline side, I think Johnny Walker is the side there. But I'm still picking Kutalaba to knock him out. Detective Allen saying, have y'all talked about Nate's media day where he says he gave up on preparing for Hamzat? Yeah, he's saying, beat me. Go ahead, just beat me. I think he just really wants to get in and out of there quickly. Buffo on the beat saying, do you think coach Nixick will use the same strategy with Kutalaba versus Walker as they deployed in Francis versus gone? I'm having a really strong lean that way. Curious, what you think knowing coach Eric, I think they know, like I've talked to him about Ewan's resurgence, especially after that win that he had against Devin Clark. But uh, the thing is, I just don't know if he'll be able to hold Walker down, right? He struggles holding these big guys down. He struggled to hold Ryan Spann down. He got him down three times in two and a half minutes, but he struggled to hold him down. And then uh Walker, you know, even a bigger guy. I could see him getting taken down, but I think he could get back to his feet. So even if Kutilaba tries to approach it with a grapple heavy approach, I don't know how successful he'll be at it. And a minus two hundred, I just can't do it. Uh, Matt R is saying, when are your last three fight breakdowns for 279 coming out? It will be tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. I promise. 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. I'm doing a full card breakdown for you guys. Lajon Dream saying, Lee Liang not inside the distance is minus 138. That tickles my fancy just a tad. Brown saying, Roy was peppered to bits by one boy. Yes, I was there live for that. I'm just not sure why. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. As you're going to saying, yeah, Jasmine, she was like plus 200 or something. Yes, looked minus 600. Matt R. Appreciate the love as always, my friend. Brassinoco saying, you lock. You do a normal prediction video just at strike one with Clinton. No, I will be doing lock cast tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. I'll also be doing propping you up with Cody at the top of the hour on the all-star. Sean is saying, Umar Namagamedev will probably be the unranked fighter I'd buy stock in, but a lot of choices. Is he not ranked yet? That's crazy. It's crazy to me that he's not ranked yet, but on prediction strike, you can get right now Umar Namagamedev for $1.51. Not a bad look. Jared Curry saying, this is the week of uncomfortable chalk. I think I found the perfect chalk spots to take the shot on. D Brown saying, Locke, how else am I supposed to think about the Hamzat and Diaz fight? I have no choice but to believe in miracles due to the obvious. You just bet the under one and a half, get that plus money and call it a day, my friend. That's how. African saying, uh, Dricus Du Plessis versus Darren Till is a cracker of a matchup. Thoughts? I Du Plessis there, man. I think he uh, knocks out Darren Till. I think his explosiveness will be too much. I think he gets him out of there. And I think Darren Till will eventually hang it up soon, soon enough. Quinn saying, unless we just 2.0 is real. I don't know if it's going to come through for him, honestly. Detective Allen saying, Darren Till, only good at counter-striking. Duplessis moves forward with head in the air like first day of class striking. But his explosiveness and power allows them to get away with it, honestly. African saying, if Till shoots a takedown on he's getting gillied into the upside down. Yes. Jared Curry saying, you should pin a message on these streams detailing your schedule for the day slash week. Not a bad idea. I don't know how to pin the pin the message. I guess I gotta do it through uh through YouTube and not through StreamYard. You know what? I might as well do that right now for you guys. I appreciate that that uh that suggestion here. Let me pull pull it up here. Um full card fifty two seventy eight seventy nine. 278, 279. Breakdown live tonight at 10 p.m. ET. Bang. And pin message. Bang. There we go. Thank you, Jerry Curry. I appreciate that, and I'll probably use that going forward. Actually, let me – I'm going to add uh, – I'm going to add propping you up on there as well. With me for a second here guys apologies. There we go. All right. Ned's MMA saying, Saeed should easily be higher ranked than Umer. I don't know about that. Umer has been doing some good shit. Sean Bitter asking, thoughts on Siri City out of Ontario? I think he has a lot of potential. I do agree with you there. I believe he is a champion now, isn't he, for a regional promotion. Let me just pull the record up again real quick. But I've heard about this kid for a while. You know, my guy, Ergis Segera, has worked with him a lot. Um, so City is 7-1. and one. His only loss is to Mateo Vogel, who high-level BJJ guy. I, yeah, I was actually at that event, February 29th, 2020, right before the pandemic. I do remember that matchup. Vogel, very strong jiu-jitsu player. So that's not a bad loss on Series City's record. Um. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this kid, honestly. Yeah, he won the BFL title uh, back in April. Nope, he actually won it in December of last year. I lied. He won it in September of last year and has defended it twice since then. Kid looks good, man. Comes out of a proper training camp as well. I think he has some potential. Robot Chicken wins. Appreciate the love as always. Robot Chicken wins. Can't wait for the breakdown. You know I got you, my friend. Detective Allen saying, "I'm gonna pull up to the law cast live in between jujitsu and white tie classes for you." I appreciate it. Where are you training out of, my friend? If you don't mind me asking. One dreams saying, "Can't wait for the press conference tonight too." Yes, that should be fun. Jared Kaysing, I hope Nate, Nate leaves mid pressure again. At this point, I'm rooting for more chaos than either fighter specifically. I really don't think he gives a fuck. No saying, How do you see the Leech Tony Ferguson fight playing out? Size and age too much of a factor. Uh, I, I I don't think the line on Leech is intriguing enough. Myers 300 is a, a little bit crazy for me. I think Ferguson is live here, but like you said, the age and his possible, you know, You know, Coming back only from a four-month layoff after getting knocked out cold like he did from Chandler is not a good look, but I just don't think that's enough for me to completely say that you should be betting Leach. If you are betting Leach, KO is the better way to go. But Ferguson could make this live if his durability holds up. Detective Allen saying, I was thinking D-Rod could be a good bet, but Kevin O'Han's 7-inch reach advantage is crazy, especially with the striking style. I I thought D-Rod was going to be a good underdog bet myself, but I can't do it considering um he's going to be the slower fighter and his wrestling is not up to snuff in my opinion kevin holland will be able to keep this in the striking realm and i think he'll be able to touch up d-rod quite often here sean bitter saying Jamie raj i also liked a lot i really hate what that dude has went through yes he uh he had some sort of medical condition right i remember there was a GoFundMe, me if i'm not mistaken for him kid looked good man kid looked good um I don't know what the status of his career is, though, now, right? Like, is he cleared? Is he ready to fight again? I love that you're bringing up these uh, regional Canadian guys for me, Sean. I, I always love talking regional MMA. Yeah, he, the last fight he was scheduled for was actually against Chad and Helliger back in November of 2019, but has yet to fight since then. Riding a five-fight winning streak off, four out of five of those by finish. Yeah. Kid looks good, uh, man. You guys should see my screen, like my my web browser, whenever I do these MMA lock talks, because I just pull up so many goddamn, uh, um, uh, so many tabs. Hilarious. Ned saying side is coming off wins over DeAndre and Stamen when Umar beat Maness and Kelleher. Win was at 145. Oh yeah, I forgot he did beat Stamen as well. I guess you're right then. He should be ranked higher. And to be honest, I was actually thinking about you were talking about Saeed, Yokob Kakramanov for a second. So yes, Saeed or Magomedov, you are correct. D Brown asking what time is the press conference? I'm guessing seven or six. Hopefully somebody can confirm that for me. Hot hand saying killed contender series called came through for the boys. You know what it is. Jared Curry saying to bet Leach you have to pay the his opponent is cooked line. Kind of similar to the Jim Miller cowboy fight. Yes. But if he doesn't cook him, he could get cooked himself. Hot hand saying D-rod Holland starts round three. I think it's possible, but I'm a little bit scared that Holland striking might be too much for him, and he might be able to ding him up and finish him earlier than that. Asher Quinn saying, I played a haul in that plus 300, was tempted by a fight goes to distance at plus 140, but staying off for now. Asher also saying, apparently a Patreon just laid off their whole security team. I hope not, because I hope everything is good. Sean saying, Siraj is going upwards as of now, hoping to fight before the end of the year. Good. Glad to hear about that. Elijah on Dream saying, 25 tabs open. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. Whitehouse is saying, look at the welterweight rankings. The leeches to is the most favorable matchup for Tony, maybe Kiesa. Now, I, I think people keep overlooking this aspect of this fight taking place at welterweight. is the fact that it's short notice, and that's pretty much it, right? They just need to fill slots on this card. I don't think Tony is looking to stay at welterweight for a long time. I think this is more circumstantial than anything. So... Unless his next fight is also set for welterweight and it's not short notice, I'm going to treat this as Tony just taking this at 170 just so he could take this fight. As you you got to get into Chrome group tabs, bro. Game changer. I'm still so bad at using them, but they're so good. I use them on my, uh, on my phone. Not so much when I'm doing, uh, when I'm uh, live here. Ashley Gwen saying, you can put stuff into color, categorize groups, and collapse and expand all the tabs as you please. It's ridiculously good. The only time it gets this crazy is when I'm live streaming. That's it. So don't need to get that crazy with it. Kappa Bet saying, don't mind this card for parlays. Got big Jacob Collier, Lee Jing Leong, comes at KO, plus one time, got in before the drop. I like it. Just the, uh, the Jing young one, I'm a little bit sketched out about. Ed's MMA saying, Yeah, my bad. I want to talk more about this car. Diaz over one and a half and minus 156 on my book is intriguing. Again, I really don't think Diaz wants to be there this weekend. And I think that's going to laugh for the under 10 up cashing. Ashley Quinn saying, Tony's story looked good at 172, right? I can't remember the last time he's fought at 170. And I'm pretty sure he did the ultimate fighter at 170 pounds. But for the majority of his career, he's been at 155. Dee Brown saying, I don't blame Nate if he chooses to flop this match. The man is fighting someone who is 185 plus pounds. I, I, I just think he wants to get out of his contract, and this is the way he's going to do so. David Nettos, appreciate you stopping by, my friend, saying, after this weekend, if Chemayev wins, who do you see him fighting next? Do you see Diaz retiring if he loses or fighting elsewhere in a different promotion? Um, I think Chemaev, well, the worst thing that happened to him is the fact that Edwards beat Usman, right? So that won't allow Chamayev to step into a title fight. Depending, of course, how long Usman wants to sit out. So if there's enough time, maybe Chimaev gets the title shot. But the fight that I would like to see is Chimaev versus Kobe Covington. Give me that fight. That's who I want to see Chamayev fight. In terms of Diaz, I know he's going to leave the UFC. And I think we'll just see him take a lot of like novelty fights, right? I think we'll see him in boxing. I think we'll see him fight all these random people. But yeah. Sean Bitter's saying, wait, you can actually buy stocks and fighters. Yes, you can. Prediction Strike. Go to predictionstrike.com. Use promo code LOCK, L-O-C-K, with your initial deposit of $20 or more, and they'll give you a free fighter or player stock because they also do NFL, MLB, and the NHL as well. But they do have uh, uh, MMA, so make sure you check that out. Uh, and then I believe this week as well, for every $25 that you uh load up your wallet with on prediction strike they're giving you another free stock as well so you can do it all the way up to 200 free stocks if you'd like check that out jpz saying fight doesn't go to decision for jake and barnett i'd like it but it could also turn out to be a slow paced kickboxing matchup as well so i'm not too privy on that spot nate said he's gonna fight for another 15 to 20 years it won't be in the ufc Boob saying any idea why Nate hates his contract? He's using one of the better p- f- fighters in the UFC. He thinks he deserves more, and he also wants the he also wants the uh, the freedom to go out there and just f- do boxing and other things. Whereas the UFC kind of just has him tied down. Ashley Quinn saying debut episode of that gambling incest of Minty. I think it's UFC produced. It is. I, I from what I've heard. I don't think this chick has ever bet on MMA in her life. I could be wrong on that, but from what I've heard, she's never bet on MMA in her life. She looks good. She talks well. Maybe that's why she's getting the spot, but let's see if she can actually go out there and cash some tickets too. All right. I know I'm about eight minutes short of five o'clock here, but I really need to rest my voice as much as I can so I can get through the next four-ish hours of streaming that I'm going to be doing for the rest of the day. I also have to quickly set up the prop new upstream so that people can start hopping on in there. I'll take this last question here from my guy Buffo on the beat, and then I'm gonna get out of here. Uh, Lock, did you hear the terrible joke Tony made about two talking muffins on embedded? Brian, seriously, question the decision making of a person that tells that kind of joke. He's completely shot. I did not hear about it. All right, reminder, top of the hour. So in about ten minutes or so, I'll be on the All Star drop in, propping you up with my guy Cody Safdick. So make sure you guys tune in for that. And then later this night, 10 p.m. Eastern, I will be. Uh, going on this channel here for my own MMA law cast episode to break down the card for you guys myself. So make sure you guys come through for that. All right. I'll see you guys in a couple minutes over there on the all-star for propping you up. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Drop that like and subscribe if you haven't already as well. And of course, Jerry Curry saying boo, how dare you take personal time before you make four hours more of content for you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Catch you over on propping you up.